Hey guys. Hi. What's up? I'm. Can I just say, vacation is the best idea of all time. Being church podcast, Tom, Will, and Elisa. Yeah. Keep talking. Anyway, I just feel like I'm such a better human being when I don't have to use my brain so much. Interesting. <laughs> that like, goes against everything I know about human beings. It right? is no, really yeah. like really. You just don't like you tell your kid to use your brain? Saturday and Sunday, the Molinas did nothing. Mass. But no, like, nothing. Yeah. No major chores. No. We watched football. That's all we did. We ate a lot. That's We great. had brunch, a huge brunch. That's pretty sweet. I saw my husband for the first time, it feels like, since August. So, like... That is pretty nice. It, like, yeah. I just realized waking up Monday morning, I was, like, a fresh new... Oh, we slept in. You guys just didn't schedule anything this no. weekend. No. That's awesome. Oh, that is man, awesome. It was so... And excellent. you're like, we should do this Leisure. more often. Yeah. We should do nothing more often. We should do nothing all the time. What you been up to? Why are you here? Yeah, dude, it's you just came here for like a day. I did. I uh, can stay away. Love the podcast. I really enjoy coming to St. Louis, and uh, it's it's like my second home. So. No, but really, why are you here? <laughs> no, really, you just, just came, to be here. You just came to come. Leave I came alone. to come oh. say hi to Father James and Father Doug and y'all and oh. The bronzes and a bunch of other people. Thanksgiving. No, like no. Usually when you come, you, you like. There's another reason why yeah. you're into. Austin. No, I know. Yeah, but no, I literally, I'm like, oh, I I can do one day because I just jetted as soon as I got out of class this morning and came immediately here, and then I'm just gonna hang out tonight, and then tomorrow afternoon I go to College Station, hang out with my family for three days. Oh, that's amazing. And then after that, go back on Saturday probably to the seminary. And write the papers that I need to write. And uh, Do you, does your family have the hugest Thanksgiving? Like, are there people? Yeah. Well, okay. So let's put it this way: I was probably in high school, maybe in college, and it was we had like twelve people at our house one time. Yeah. And I was like, "Why is it not Thanksgiving? Why is no one right. here? What? Why is it so quiet? What? Yeah. This is this is weird, yeah. right? So like, yeah, I remember." have like 45 50 people it's gotten it, it it differs year to year and as i think people when people have their own families yeah that's it's kind w- of our family like when people yeah. start having their own families they have to go do their own thing exactly yeah, yeah. what yeah. are you what are you and emily doing my parents are coming down <clears throat> emily's parents are coming down too oh so uh she they're gonna go to san antonio and my parents are gonna stay here and eat the best thanksgiving food whole foods has to offer <laughs> I was gonna say, there's, a, the there's a vegan thanksgiving dinner in my future are you vegan? serious? Not happy about it. Wait, why is there... Because I, vegan. I don't know. Who's my mom vegan? hasn't been eating meat for the last couple months. Um, <clears throat> and she's happy about it. So so oh. she. Okay. I said uh, we should also get a turkey breast. And so there's a turkey breast coming. For you. For me least. and my dad. Yeah. Oh, good. So she's going to eat her vegetables and we'll eat normal Thanksgiving Well, food. I'm of the opinion that I could be fine with just sides. Sides of Thanksgiving Dude, are Dude, sides the are the best. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> I love turkey, man. Dude, you know, dark meat. Dark meat's my favorite. I just realized I felt that way my entire life. Yeah, everybody does, except Mm. for Will, I guess. But most people are like, Like give me the sides. They're amazing, right? Like, yeah, I go for the stuffing every day, right? I'm not a big stuffing guy. Really? Really? There isn't either. Oh, I love stuffing. Yeah, I mean, I could eat it for days. Anyway, by the time this episode comes out, Thanksgiving will be a distant memory. We'll be deep in the heart of. Advent, Advent, Advent yeah. or the will Christmas we... shopping season. No, we'll no Advent. No, it'll, it'll be, be almost Advent. Advent. No, it'll be Advent. When's it going to come out? Question mark. Oh, next week. 
Yeah. Then it'll be almost Advent. It'll be almost Advent. Advent-ish. Shows you how much I know. <laughs> Get your liturgical what? year straight. Well, I promise the there's a topic. Hello. No, I'm not. I'm no, not wearing the same shirt. It's a different shirt. shirt. Come yeah. on. Yeah, there's a topic. We have a topic to talk about. Yeah, what is it? <clears throat> so. Why are you so restless about the topic? I think, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Elisa, where's this coming from? <laughs> so, I've been talking to a lot of people recently. I have friends, is basically what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and uh, consistent throughout all of these conversations and all of these things I've seen on Twitter recently. I just I've noticed that a lot of people are communicating that they are not satisfied where they are, whether it's their job, hmm. whether it's a family situation, whether it's like I'm a young person and I live in Austin, but like I want to move, but I don't know why I want to move. I just like want to move to a different city, uh, whatever. I've been noticing a lot of people, a lot of restlessness. Hmm. And so I think it's um, I think it's a very common topic that we talk about as Catholics. And, you know, anytime you bring it up, people are like, well, did you know that St. Augustine said our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord? And they act like that's like the answer, which it is. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, kind of. But I think we're it's never a gonna, We're never going to be totally At least like, 100%. dang it, that's what I was going to say. No, 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 but it's true. I know. No, I know. That's part of it. I'm but sorry, I mean, that's I'm just not teasing easy... you. No, 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 that's not a... So that doesn't okay. So what does that do? Like no, I I just think that it deserves some conversation, which yeah. is why I wanted to bring it up. Like where does this come from? Why do we feel this way? What does it mean to be fulfilled? Why do we have weird expectations of fulfillment? Right. Things yeah. like that. So uh, I don't know. I texted you guys, and you were really excited about it. Will what did it make you like? You thought about something right away. I could tell. Well, through the text. Yeah, message. I mean, there's certainly been moments in my own life of uh, of feeling that restlessness. Right. Very clear or very clearly right um i i mean like elisa said we're always in some way gonna feel restless until we get to heaven but i think there's moments that we feel more restless and there's moments where we feel kind of more content or more okay uh you know i it's so it's interesting um when i went from one seminary to another seminary Part of the process is the diocese just kind of tells you where you're going to go. And I had never gone out – like I'd never gone to school outside of the state of Texas, right? I went to A&M, went to high school in Texas. I've lived all my life basically in in College Station, Texas, then in Dallas. And so I was kind of hoping that they were going to send me to a seminary outside of the state like TC and Washington, D.C. or the Josephinum in Columbus, Ohio because – I was I, there was this restlessness of like I want to yeah. go see more of the world, right? And I want to go 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 um, go ad- adventure somewhere, you know. Like right. there's right. a sense of like going somewhere, right? Uh, and uh, so, the, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back now on that experience of of what did it feel like to want to do that? Because I think that that's it betrays something about our hearts, right? It it yeah, shows totally. it it, it it shows us something about ourselves that we're often not content with what we have before us. We're often there. There, even even if we know something's good, we have a problem sticking with it, yes. right? I mean, this goes for all sorts of yes. things, right? Yes. There's like, okay, I mean, I for consistently for the past fifteen years of my life, I've been trying to lose weight, right? And I, st- I start and I stop and I start and I stop. I'm even though like I want to continue to lose weight and to or to maintain a healthy diet, 
I stopped doing it because I get restless and I go do something different. Right. Yeah. And I, and I don't do those things or we, you know, you see people who get in a job and they, they say, well, this isn't exactly everything that I had hoped that it would be. And so I'm going to leave mm-hmm. or in a more extreme case, right. The seven year itch in, in marriage, right. Where a, a man and a wife, they've been together for seven years and it's like, there's this kind of movement away from each other towards other things right. or towards other people. Right. And there's a, there's a part of that that comes from just our heart being made for God ultimately. And then there's a, but that gets twisted in some really dangerous way. You know, we're not content with what we have. Yeah. Well, like last night I was watching YouTube just to like waste my time. Right. And I'm watching like hunting videos and like dog training videos. And and I'm like, man, life would be perfect if I just had like 50 acres some dogs i could go hunting like i could just do whatever and like i always have these thoughts right emily is the first one to tell like yeah tom's got a new idea for a new profession every week right like like last week i was so we got her engagement ring resized and i was like how do they do that so i like pulled up a youtube video i was like i want to be a jeweler like i want to i want to smith some jewelry right like (laughs) that would be sweet but like in my mind i'm like you're being ridiculous but like i have these uh expectations or these what what was the word i used before um i can't remember but like i have all these ideas in my head about how i can make my life better and i know even if i did those things i would always want something else yeah and so there's like you have a lot of wisdom elisa (laughs) tell me tell me what i'm doing uh, no no i just think this is what i think i think that the times in my life where i've been the most restless are the times in my life where i don't know my purpose feel like when I know my purpose and I'm wrapped up in what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, I don't have time to be restless. Mm-hmm. I don't have energy to be restless. So if I have paid attention to, I, I think where God wants me to be and fully kind of engaged in that, then there's been less restlessness yeah. in my life. I totally agree. With it's, that. it's hard to live life without having feeling like you have a purpose your job there's a purpose there or your marriage there's a purpose there so if you're going through life and you don't have a purpose for what you're doing of course at some point you're going to be like well i gotta try something else so how do you start like discovering that because there i mean like yeah how do you i bet you there are people listening who are like i don't know what i want to do with my life and i'm 30 years old and i've had three jobs already i don't know what i want to do yeah. How do you work? How do you start discovering your purpose? Well, see, and I just I don't think purpose needs to be kind of that specific. I uh, I think specific uh, purpose has a lot to do. It's kind of tied in to vocation, also, yeah. mm-hmm. just and not necessarily a married, but the primary vocation to be holy to and be to holy. and to love. So, like, if you know, if I go through every day knowing like my purpose is like literally I'm a disciple and I, and I've got to do, I've got to become a better person and I've got to get this person and this person uh, bought into this, like let's get to heaven thing. Like, uh, yeah. No, that's, yeah. I I think that that's it. It's just kind of, it's just kind of the very kind of basic bottom level of your God made you, you have a purpose just by right. breathing. And exactly. Right. And we've been hearing a lot from the church lately, especially Pope Francis, that like you were created, God created you with a mission in mind. That mm-hmm. You are here for a purpose. You are unique and you have a job to do. Right. We've talked about that a lot on this yeah. podcast. 
But there's also something to kind of what you're saying. It's like, there's, you have a purpose in every stage of your, like, yeah, whatever job moment. you have, like, yeah. look at that situation. Like, you are called to do something here. There's something about just, like, kind of growing where you're planted, so right. to speak. If, yeah. If I can use that language, Will. That's fine. If you permit it. <laughs> I um, do permit it. Thank you. Uh, I mean, like, sure, there's times when we need to make changes and things like that for our well-being or for our families. But, like, there is some some virtue to be gained and something to be learned from just saying, like, yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing right now, but I'm here. Right. Yeah. And like, I need to be And what here. is God, what is God calling me to yeah. do in this situation? And yes. I like, as an old school, like, you know, put your head down and work yep. chick that was, that was raised by, you know, this term restless to my parents. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Right. Exactly. It's kind of a little bit of a like new age like because a little bit, just because if you're not careful, then you can allow restless to mean selfish. Exactly. I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. Therefore, I'm going to do what I need to do to change this, whether it uh, uh, kind of shakes up. And, and I've had so many conversations with with people, and, and, and it's not necessarily young people, where they're not really interested in how their restlessness and them finding fulfillment is affecting other people. Right. It, yeah. What does that mean for so many other yeah. people that are yeah, no, kind it, of connected to you and, it, you know, depend on you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, we think that we're going to find some type of fulfillment that is total, right, outside of ourselves, But really, yeah. the reality is we will not find that fulfillment except by making a gift of our, right? Like, like this, the selfishness that comes in, right? That you're talking about, Elisa, it leads us even more to become even more restless, right? Right. And I don't think that means, hey, you're destined to be super unhappy and no, no, unfulfilled no, in what you're doing. No, but I do think that, like, we have weird ideas about what it means to be happy. Uh, I was talking to a very wise priest last week who works at St. Louis. And uh, <laughs> he was saying he was having a conversation with someone about what it means to be happy. And um, he, like, had this realization that, like, well, like, what does that mean? And, like, so what if you're not happy? Like, God didn't promise that you'd be happy all the time. Yeah. Right? Like, you're not special was basically what he, he said that to me, too, because I was talking about the same thing. He's like, Tom, you're not special. Like, life is hard sometimes, and that's just life. Well, and I was yeah. listening to the prayer. And he's like, uh, sorry. And he was like, uh, the point of God is, like, he stays with you. Right. That Peace. Yeah. So that's so. So I was listening to one of the specifically one of the prayers, I think, after commute. I don't know when it was, but it was just like, you know, grant us your peace. Like he's not saying, yeah. hey, friends, it's going to be like easy road and you're going to be totally perfectly happily right. ever after. It's like stick with me and I'm going to make sure that there is a there is a peace. And now that I'm older, I understand that that peace is a lot harder to obtain but once you get there it really doesn't matter if you're super happy or you're super in in just kind of dire straits or whatever there is this level yeah. of like okay god is with me in whatever situation and quite honestly that's the antidote to restlessness is peace it's not happiness yeah. no it's not happiness and god never promised happiness like that he promised beatitude but that means like blessing yeah. the happiness of blessing Right. Yeah. I mean, we will have happiness in, in heaven, of course, Correct. but there's not a promise of that now. Right? But I there's think there is some, a deep abiding joy that happens when you feel 
like your purpose is being like I like yes. you know if I every single time I walk in to St. Louis to, to to clock in I have to pass by Father Doug's office and I am so happy to see him well I'm happy to see everybody but like he's like usually one of the first people and so I'm and every time he laughs I think he just thinks it's hysterical that I'm like that happy yeah. to see him but in that moment I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose in in greeting him and then i'm thinking why don't i greet every like i should greet everybody like that even the people that drive me nuts i should be like hey so and so how you doing i'm so glad to see you you know what i mean i'm really trying to do all the things that you said tom about uh about gratitude yeah gratitude did you listen to our oh no it just came out today yeah you should listen to it it was was, smart for the first time it was super good smart like being uh grateful will help you be humble yeah yeah anyway um, yeah. So I just, I think that sometimes we place these weird expectations on ourselves and then when we don't achieve them. Like, you know, I don't know. Kids our age and kids younger than us. Will, I'm looking at you. Uh, cause, cause Elisa's old, er. uh, like want to be YouTube stars, want to be influencers, yeah. oh, yeah. right? Social media influencers. Like that's kind right. of the goal. Yeah. Right. Because we look at them, we see them. This is who we consume and we're like man man i want to be that guy yeah like it's not just like i want to play in the nba anymore no one wants to do that people Mm -hmm. want to be social media influencers they really do they want to be yeah and so like when our lives don't match that we're like well i failed yeah i failed well that's part of like you want to be known yeah that's what social media is you want to be heard and you want to be known Mm -hmm. and um if you don't have a proof that you're known and that you're heard then uh then you feel kind of like oh I'm not, I'm nobody. I don't really matter. I don't have a purpose because this purpose that I've put, uh, that the world says that this is the way to have purpose, right? right? Right. This is the measure of your purpose. Yeah. That's an interesting point. I've never really thought about social media. I mean, I've thought about social media a lot, but that the way that you're talking about known and heard and that kind of thing. (laughs) Right. I mean, it makes sense. Right. Uh, There's something there that, that touches you know, right before you started talking, I was thinking about this idea of like, um, when we, when we do things right, having the right expectation for them can help in this kind of restlessness kind of idea. Right. So for example, the media ministry at St. Louis, it's awesome. Is awesome. Yeah. But it was very specific. It's, it's meant for St. Louis. Right. right. It's meant for the parish. Like we're not trying to be Robert Barron. Right. It's just, it's not who we are. It's not what the mission of this place is. Right. And that's, that's one of the things that's really, that's really cool about it is that gives you the right perspective on what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And that can, I think, help with that, um, that being content or being peaceful or understanding like, I might, being realistic, right? right? Well, but yeah, so being realistic allows us to say, well, okay, maybe God's not calling me to be a, YouTube superstar, but he is calling me here to be with these people to do this thing right now. And, and that's, that's good. Like that, that, that's the thing that solves our restlessness. And to redefine like what we think greatness is like, we're, you know, like there's the quote by smack dab in the middle, spot on. Right. So like if, if, if uh, we are called to do great things, right. And Pope John Paul says this, this about us. Right. But what is, so like today I scoured tubs for hours. Dude, I want to hear all about that right? later. <laughs> and, and so like, I'm like, oh, I'm grumbling and I'm so annoyed and all of this, but I'm putting myself at the service of my family yeah. and, and in like the grand scheme of things, like 
I, I get to maintain a household for, for a family. I have a family. Like, if I just kind of peel Take back it. layers, like, this tiny act is, like, actually, in the scheme of the, our family life, it's a it's a great act. You know, like, yeah. you know, Junior hauling our kid up and down the stairs when he, he broke his wrist or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These are, I guess, by the world standards, those are not great things, right? But, it's not glamorous. But they are. No. If but you put it on are, YouTube, and, they'd be glamorous. And ever, and like, I was thinking about you specifically today, Tom, because oh. you posted something. My and tub I was is like, very clean. Thank you. I was like, no. Was our, anyway, I was uh, thinking about, like, you're always trying to become a better human being. Always. Thank and you. that is so, no, no, no. It is true about it's you. True. And so, and I almost texted you, but I was scouring. So, whatever. I, I Thoughts just, from the scouring. Was such, like, such a great word. Like, you could use scrubbing, but you were scouring. No, it, like, I you was. You were actually scouring. Like, it was, anyway, yeah, scrubbing. It was intense. Whatever. It was intense. Whatever. So, I love it. I love it. I just feel like, like, that is, that in and of itself is a great thing because, like, who's worried about becoming a better person? Not everybody. There's not a lot of, you know, mm. not everybody on the street is like, okay, I'm going to try to do this better. You know what I mean? This being a human or being a, you know, a person or a, a minister, like you're mm. constantly, yeah, like you have a lot of ideas, but I think the very like bottom of it is that you're like, you want to be a great person, a yeah. great man. Yeah. And it's not like a, it's not like a showy thing. I think yeah. you try really hard to peel that part of it back like the showiness yeah like the you know the million likes yeah yeah right, yeah right thank you thank you well so that's exactly but this is the greatness it's like we all want to be great right, right? well that and i think that the, the key is to to bring these two things to this restlessness this greatness thing like the restlessness that we feel is there for a reason Right. It's supposed yes. to motivate yes. us to go towards this greatness. But the greatness that we actually want is not found in like being glamorous or being great by the world's standards. It's in follow it's in being like Christ, right? Who gave himself totally. Dude, that is straight up the message that the people need to hear. This, right. Let's this just greatness, write that sentence. This down. greatness that, that you're pursuing, sentence. this greatness you're pursuing is good, but you're looking for it in the wrong spot. Exactly. Right. That's the thing. And there's the, there's this that's the the point. God doesn't give us desires that won't be fulfilled. Right. He right. that's just not good anthropology, right? Like he yeah. gave us good desires, but they got twisted, and we we grab after things that don't actually fulfill us when our restlessness is supposed to point us to be like Him. You're right, on right. You. So if you're sitting and you're tempted, like if if you're a man and you're tempted to look at a woman and objectify her. Right and go after her that you in a, in a way you shouldn't. Right, let that restlessness change you and make you a better man. Appreciate her for who she is as a person. Right, if you're like a, a kid and you're tempted to cheat, right, like on your tests mm-hmm. because you want a good grade. Let that energy that comes from like figuring out how you're gonna cheat help you to actually study. And, and actually work, right? I mean, all those kind of things. I mean, I know that those are just two really random examples and maybe not perfect ones, but there's something there, right? Yeah. There's something, there's and, an energy that comes with that. Yeah, and at the end of the day that we should be, we should be so grateful that those things don't satisfy us totally. Yeah. We right. should be grateful that the new job, that the the new dog, that the whatever, new activity doesn't satisfy because we, like that's not what we were made for. Yeah. I was not made to, have a retire dog. on a ranch 
Right. Right? Maybe I will. That would be sweet. It would be sweet. And there's like nothing wrong. No. Again, there's nothing wrong with dreaming. That's. Yeah. No, no, no. And I'm not. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm made for more than that. Like you're made for more than Mm -hmm. just passing seminary. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, and you're made for more than clean tubs. Right. Even yeah. though they're all very good things that we need to accomplish in this life. Right. I mean, and we're made for more than being just a wife and a mother or just a priest. Like, we're made for God, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And it, whether we're called in whichever way, like, all of these things are ways that we participate in a particular way. But it's in that mystery of of the Lord, right? I, yeah. Going after him. I just think being excited about the many opportunities to be fulfilled. There are so many opportunities out there to, uh, to practice this, to practice greatness in small things. Always there, every single day there's opportunities for us to, to kind of fill that longing in our hearts by just being who he's asking us to be, not somebody else, but just being who we are in the very places that we've been. And I, like, I just feel like we find a lot of fulfillment that way. Like, you know, really embracing our friends when we're with them, like spending really good the time or time. really yeah. working hard when we're here at St. Louis. Like yeah. there's, there's ways to feel fulfilled in like pockets and moments. Yeah. Well, and okay. someone said it, one of you <clears throat> that like, we are most fulfilled when we do give ourselves away. Yeah. And it's a weird paradox, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's like, it's when we do that, that we, that we are in the moment, that we do find this peace, and that we realize, like, oh, like, I'm supposed to be here. Those moments are fleeting, those moments of fulfillment, mm-hmm. but, like, we need to remember them. Right. We need to re- hold on to those. Yeah. And if do. our life is super noisy, we won't. Oh. Like, if we're constantly distracting ourselves. I walked in the house the other day and literally, literally, subconsciously <laughs> and immediately turned on the TV. And I walked in my bedroom and changed. I was like, the TV's on. Why did I do that? Yeah. Like, I can't live quietly because I'm afraid I'll hear a mouse. Like that scares did. me more than anything. <laughs> oh my god! Mice are uh, evil incarnate. That's so... <laughs> they yeah. have diseases. Uh huh. Oh That's why you turn on the TV. It's a way. Uh, I feel like after this, Will needs to tell you his chicken story, and then you'll never be scared of mice again. Chickens. The one you told us at our house. I don't remember okay. the story, but we'll talk about. Yeah, it. we'll talk about the Sorry. chicken up to your waist story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a real. That's yeah. a real story. That's so real you think story. he'll be afraid of mice after that chicken story? Probably no. Not. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, noise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Noise. Yeah, so go right, turn right. this podcast off and go spend some silence and listen to the restlessness of your heart. Like, yeah. it, like we don't we don't get over restlessness by running towards something else, right? right? We we get over restlessness by acknowledging it, saying, "Lord, I'm restless. Help me to persevere in what I'm supposed to do in Your will today." Yeah. Totally. But I, I, I do want to make one comment about that St. Augustine quote. Go for it. So uh, when I was a freshman in college, my first theology class, we were talking about this quote, you have made us for yourselves, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And our professor was like, most people just say like, our hearts are restless till they rest in you. He said, but they forget the beginning part. Yep. You have made us for yourself, O Lord. There is this circle that we're trying to complete. Right. And just exactly what we've been saying, this energy, this desire, this 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 restlessness comes because we are not fully attached to our maker. Um, mm. And it's just, it's going to be a part of our lives until we're in heaven. And so, you know, if, if you're experiencing this or like if any of us are experiencing, we, we really do just need to hold on to that peace and run to the God who made us and, uh, and be with him. Did you pull up a quote? Will? Well, I was looking at, at that exact, the quote that you just said. Yeah. So, yeah. 
It's a good one. No, because it, it starts off. I think that the paragraph starts off with "Great are you, O Lord, and worthy to be highly praised." Yep. So, like the, I don't know if we if we want to go down this rabbit hole, but Saint Augustine wrote that in the Confessions, right? Which is basically, it's poised as an autobiography, but it's really just one long prayer. Yeah. And so, like, it's him working out this restlessness that he's been a part or had, has seen in his life his entire life right. and showing you how God's grace has worked in his life basically is the entire story. And he starts with this this praise of God. And I think that that is one of the, the remedies to the restlessness that we feel is to praise God for the gift that we see before us, right? That's There's something about going to God and worshiping God because it is what our final end is to be right. with him that kind of can recenter us when we feel this, this uncertainty or this desire to go towards something different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we will pray for you immediately after the seminary will, we're going to let you lead after this praying for yeah. our St. Louis parishioners is our new thing thing after we finish up um and if you liked this episode go ahead and like and subscribe to all your friends about it have a great rest of the week and go be church